Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. This is the quote from the Ukrainian president over these last few days. My friends, we need leaders, sons, who are ready to stay on course, stay in their assignment, to understand the nuance of real, true discernment that can only come out of the life of Jesus Christ. Everything human has limits, my friends. We've got to be discipling into the true life of Christ inside of His sons. Take a listen. This could turn into a series of episodes. I'm not sure just yet. But take a listen to today and be invigorated as the sons of God for this hour of history. Love you all. Okay, I can't tell you how much I hope this quote is so real. Is the Ukrainian president, when offered an escape by maybe the U.S. government, they offered he and his family a way out. My understanding is that he said, I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. My friends, this is what it sounds like when true leaders, true servants to the people, people who know that they owe a debt to all people that are under their influence, that they have been given jurisdiction with, is they're like, people, I don't need a ride out of here. I'm not looking for a rescue. I'm looking for the way through the way into the overcoming for my people, for my nation. Now, I'm just going to talk about this just for a minute because we need to hear this. This is what it sounds like when leaders stay in a God-given destiny, God-given assignment. You see, this is um, Jesus and his way of thinking. Okay, so let's leave the Ukrainian president at this moment now so that I can speak about Jesus, the one and only. The one and only Son who has made a way, who has become the way for all other sons in this hour of history. Is Jesus preferred a resurrection to a rescue? The word says in Hebrews that Jesus crying out to the one who could save him out from death, bring him out from inside death. Jesus wasn't looking to escape death. He knew he was going into death, and the only way he was coming up out of death was if the Father brought him forward by the power of Holy Spirit. Jesus secured his resurrection before his crucifixion. Sons, listen to me carefully. Everything that I've been doing has been for these days that we're in now and the days that are to come. That we have been plowing, sowing, provoking, promoting, and actually discipling sons who are now positioned in different places around the world, in Europe, in the U.S. of A. If you're out there just trying to have church and you're you're constantly worrying about how you're going to be able to 
you know, get the newest equipment and this and that, and you've given your gifting and anointing and calling over to something that is so, (laughs) it is so beneath what God is after. Now, I'm not against services. I'm not against preparing so that when people come into the house of God, they receive the word of God. They receive um uh, a witness to him please don't hear me saying something that i'm not but if all they got was was just some you know soulish surface something to make them feel better and you know that was just great church my friends the days that you're looking at the days of glory and great trouble these are the days that we've been getting ready for here at Nancy McCready Ministries. And we must be those who born out of the the side of Jesus, born from his womb. This is what it means to be a brethren. And Jesus is the first of many brethren. This Greek word Adolphus means those born out of the same womb and who have the same calling. My friends, we best want a resurrection not just a rescue. We're not just looking to get out of it. I was in a meeting just the other day, and I quoted Diedrich Bonhoeffer, who said the sin of respectable people is that they flee from responsibility. So we are those who uh, are looking uh, to be developed that we might finish our course Run our race. And I would say to you, it's a long-term race. And there is an agony that is spoken of, an exquisite pain that is spoken of when it talks about enduring, fighting the good fight of faith, contending for the faith, staying in side by side, shoulder to shoulder is there is an agony, an exquisite pain that comes when you know I was made for these moments. This is what I'm here for. Let's keep going. Let's stay. Uh, Thank you for your offer for the ride, but we won't be needing a ride out. We're going deeper in. Now, let me say this. Okay, this is nuance. You got to stay with me. Is that inside your assignment, you're going to have to have such situational wisdom, such cutting discernment, like the Apostle Paul, that you know when it's time to stand up, even though it's going to take you into the prison, because that could get you before the you know authorities. And you also have to know when it's time to let them lower you down the city wall in a basket in the middle of the night so that you can carry on with your assignment. If the only thing that you can think of is that you've always got to, you know, step forward and look all, you know, hyped up, hulked up, when God might be saying, hey, (laughs) there's a basket going down the side of the city wall in 15 minutes, be in it, because I've got other places for you to go, and you stand, you know, and let the tank run over you. Now, my friends, if today's the day the tank runs, Okay, but do you understand that we are not in some kind of formula-driven assignment? We're in something that is literally led by a deep abiding fellowship, a deep intimacy with the lights full on in the midst of darkness. I just shared with 
the producers here in Iowa in my school that we're, you know, when you work the night shift, the midnight to 6 a.m. shift, you better have your night goggles on. You better have night hearing, night vision, because the sun hasn't come up for everybody. You're on the night shift in the midst of great darkness. And there is a training that goes on. There is sight that you must have. There is hearing that you must have. You must own every set of circumstances and make those set of circumstances serve your assignment and serve your purpose to build muscles inside the new man, to build muscles of faith, the faith of Jesus inside of you. We're not here for human faith, human kindness, human endurance, human work ethics. Oh, those days are over. My friends, we're in the life of Jesus Christ himself, and those muscles are the ones that are getting worked out inside of us. Everything human has limits, and it's going to falter and fall. And we need the real true discipleship that is sonship that is truly getting the sons ready inwardly, not just intellectually. Now, I pray that it eventually causes you to walk in intelligent risk and in an intelligence that's of the Father, the mind of Christ that works its way out in very real ways in everyday life. So as you can tell, I'm I'm stirred. And I'm just saying today, my friends, we don't need a ride out. Right? We need ammunition for the fight. We need the true provision of our Father. So as our last episode said, you know, it's putting one foot in front of the other. The episodes before that were about at your house. Are you getting free at your house in your own skin? I hope you understand that though I may change the titles, I have one message. I'm here, according to Luke 117, to prepare a people in spirit for the Lord. Here we go, my friends. I love you all, and I'm praying over you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.